If you know God loves you, you can do this. If you know he's with you, then you don't have to be afraid that you have to white knuckle this thing alone because God's going to be there for you and he's going to be the the strength that you need. He's going to empower you to overcome. If you know that God is directing your steps, then you know that even if you fall down on this journey, he'll help you get back up and keep walking as long as you look to him for your next step. Welcome to the God's Perfect Size Show, where faith meets fat loss. I'm your host, Kim Jogway, the author of God's Perfect Size and a former food addict turned food freedom coach. Tune in every week to be encouraged and empowered towards your goals for weight loss and victory in Christ. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the God's Perfect Size podcast. We are smack in the middle of our wisdom series, which has been phenomenal. I believe we have two other recordings Go back and watch those. They do kind of build on each other and set you up for success, especially if you are looking to walk in food freedom and you need to get away from the diet and exercise mentality. Yes, diet and exercise are still a part of it, but you're going to start working inside out rather than outside in like the world tells us. The world tells us just to do diet and exercise and that should fix everything. But until we go to the core of the why, why we're doing things and then get healing so that God works from the inside out and grows our faith and our motivation, we won't have the ability to change and walk in the freedom that we're desperately seeking. So go back and watch those first few episodes in our Proverbs Wisdom series and then come here and catch up with us because today we're talking about the way we speak. Now, I have notes in front of me that tell me to start one way, and I've got the Holy Spirit in my head telling me to start another way. So I'm going to start briefly with what I hear the Holy Spirit saying, because y'all don't need my words. Y'all need His, and I need His. So we need to deal with some truth. So I'll share with you, not long ago, I did a teaching for, I did a women's retreat, and I was the speaker at the retreat. And during that time, they asked me to talk about Ruach. And Ruach is the breath, like the breath of God. So just to make it clear, when you think of Ruach, you need to think of everything in creation. The Ruach of God went out and created the heavens and the earth, the breath of God, everything he spoke. We talk about he spoke. Scripture tells us it's called rock. When he spoke, his breath went out. And every time he rocked, he breathed out. He breathed out the heavens. He breathed out the earth. He breathed out the fish of the sea. He breathed out us. So everything that exists has rock in it. Everything has God's word, God's breath in it. And that's how it came to be. So when I say we're going to talk about speak health, That sounds like a benign, safe topic. What I'm really talking about is speak rock, speak the breath of God into your journey, your weight loss situation. That's vastly different than just talking. We're talking real talk and real power. So now that I laid the foundation, I will share with you, what's the name for Christ? Like if you went to read John 1, 1, you would know God, his son, is the word. He's the living word. He's the living breath. He's the living rock of God. Did you also know that his Holy Spirit that dwells in every believer, when you confess your faith in Jesus and say, yes, Jesus, be my Lord and Savior, you're gifted the Holy Spirit. And that is the presence of Christ in you, the presence of God's Spirit in you. It comes inside of you. Did you know his name is Rak Hakadesh? Rak Hakadesh is the holy breath of God in you. Which means that when you talk, your words have power, right? 
It's mind-blowing. When you talk, your words have power. So knowing that, what if you truly believed you got what you said? What if you actually believed you got what you said? What changes would you make about the way you speak or the things you say? What changes? When you are talking about your body and your health, would you change what you say about your body and health? Would you stop saying some negative things and start saying some positive things? That's what we're going to talk about. See, everything about this life of faith in Christ is hinged on what we say everything. Salvation comes from our confession. You do realize that when you start to believe in Jesus, at some point you have to rock out of your mouth. You have to say out of your mouth, I believe that Jesus is my Lord and Savior. When you are when you are talking about anything in your life, you need to speak by faith. When an, the enemy comes against you, and when I say the enemy, I'm talking about Satan himself with, or his or the demons or minions. When they come against you, you have to rebuke them. A rebuke is something you say out of your mouth. And when you want to connect to heaven, you have to pray. The currency and the exchange between us and God is what we say is our word, is our words. And that's why Jesus is the word. Everything is built on a foundation of speaking and breathing out. That's the foundation. With that foundational understanding at play, then we know there's a danger in the way we joke and the casual confessions we make. And I used to be a a victim of this, not only a victim, but I used to do this all the time, y'all, where I would, before somebody else could tell me how fat I was or how bad I looked, I would make a joke about myself. And I would talk about, how now am I going to sit in this chair? You see the size of me. Like I would openly joke about myself thinking I was saving myself from someone doing it to me. So I'd beat them to the punchline. But what I was really doing was just speaking a curse over myself over and over again. So what we say matters. And that's why it's important in this wisdom series to talk about what we're saying out of our mouth as we walk this journey and try to live in food freedom, but try to live in true freedom in Christ, not just food freedom. That food freedom is a sliver tucked into the fullness of who we are in Christ. So the thing is, what we often call innocent, just innocent words, God, God calls perverse speech. The jokes I was making about myself, God called perverse. The things I would say about other people, God calls perverse. And it says in Proverbs 4.24, avoid all perverse talk and stay away from corrupt speech. What is corrupt speech? Anything that doesn't glorify God anything that does not glorify God. That's corrupt speech. That's a basic definition, but it is a godly definition and it goes across all time in every way. Anything that does not bring God glory, anything that is not rooted and grounded by faith or holiness in God, it's corrupt talk. And the enemy loves to get us talking in a corrupt way because he knows what we don't know. 
He knows that our words have power. And because he knows our words have power, he moves us to speak things so that he can inhabit those ungodly, sinful words, and he can build on it in our lives. Well, we're stopping that trash today. We are stopping it today. We are going to start speaking by faith, speaking by faith over our health, over our bodies, over our wellness, over our families, our children, our jobs, our businesses, whatever we're doing, we're going to speak by faith. Proverbs 8.13 says, all all who fear the Lord hate evil. Therefore, I hate pride and arrogance, corruption, and perverse speech. If God says he uses the word hate and and he finds that deplorable, then this is something that we have to bring attention to and then we have to stop doing. I will share with you an example. Um, so when I, I told you about how I would make jokes about myself, but I would also say things like, I'm never going to lose the weight. I'm afraid I'm going to die early. I don't know. My, my, my family member had diabetes and high blood pressure. And I feel afraid like I'm going to have that too. If I don't get this out, I would say stuff like that all the time out of my mouth. And the enemy was rejoicing because then he could, he could use the power of that word to bring it to pass in my life. And and it wasn't coming from a place of faith. It wasn't com- coming from a place of hope. Those were my fears being spoken out loud. And you know the enemy loves to send his spirit of fear to collect all of that to bring it to pass in our lives. So those were my former confessions. And it's and I would just say those things. I, I remember specifically saying, it's so hard for me to keep the weight off. I said that all the time. Have you ever said that about yourself? If you have, then we've got to repent. We've got to ask God to help us with this. And that brings us to the part of the practical teaching where I want to help us start changing what we're saying and how we're saying it. So Proverbs 10, 13 says, wise words come from the lips of people with understanding. That's why we're in Proverbs, because Proverbs gives us knowledge and wisdom and understanding. So Proverbs 10, 13 again says, wise words come from the lips of people with understanding, but those lacking sense will be beaten with a rod. And that just means that those who lack sense and speak senselessness or perverseness, those words will come back to beat you up. They will come back to beat you up. It's not a physical rod that's going to drop from heaven and whack you over the head. Although I do say that if that did happen, maybe we'd speak less foolishness. I wouldn't want it to happen, though. I'm glad it's working this way. But we've got to stop speaking foolishness and and we've got to get understanding and wisdom from these Proverbs, from scriptures, and start speaking those scriptures. So what are the types of things we should confess? We have to start confessing good things over our physical bodies and our spiritual health. Proverbs 10.21 says, The words of the godly encourage many, but fools are destroyed by their lack of common sense. If we don't get some wisdom and common sense, if we don't start speaking over some positivity, not just positivity like the world speaks, I'm talking scriptures, scriptures that positively will impact our physical and spiritual bodies. If we don't speak those, we won't have what we're searching for, but we can change the course of our lives if we start speaking truth. Proverbs 12, 23 says, the wise don't make a show of their knowledge, but fools broadcast their foolishness. So here's the thing. When we start learning wisdom and knowledge as we go through this series, we don't have to beat people up with it. We're not the rod. We're not going to drop anything on anybody's head. Once we get a revelation and we start speaking the truth, it's easy. 
it's easy to fall into the trap of yelling at people, don't say that about yourself. You know, you ask God for an opportune time to share that message if it needs to be shared with someone. And once you know it, you speak it over yourself. But then if they say, you hear your friends or you, or someone you love saying negative things about themselves, then you can say to God, God, you know, I don't think they know yet. Would you give me an opportunity to teach them how to speak life over themselves? And God will show you that opportunity. But if he does say, say something, then always deliver the message with love. It doesn't have to be, don't say that. You can say, oh, I heard you say that you're never going to lose the weight, but here's what I know. God's with you. He's going to help you lose the weight. You are fearfully and wonderfully made and God is able to carry you. When people hear a word like that spoken about them, it builds up something in their faith. It edifies them. It gives them joy and it brings them to a place of hope so that they can then follow the course and follow your example of going to Christ to get that positive message from scripture. It will change their lives too. So always deliver it with with graciousness and mercy and kindness and love. You can never go wrong if you err on the side of love because God is love after all. So as we start this next week, as you look to this next week, I want you to get out your notebook because we're going to talk about some of the things that you should be confessing. Oh, these are the things that you should be saying about yourself. And I want you to find some scriptures around these things. I'll give you a second and go get your notebook, grab some Kool-Aid, maybe not Kool-Aid, but grab something to drink, grab something that you want. Um, and just let's sit here for a second. So these are some positive confessions that that I want to share with you. And this list is not exhaustive. I just want to get you started on thinking positive and praying positively over yourself. Find a scripture that deals with God's love for you. You know, it can be as simple as for God so loved the world that he gave his only son, whatever it is. I want you to write this confession down and I want you to start thinking these thoughts so they transform your life. God loves you. I want you to find a scripture that talks about how God loves you. I want you to find a scripture that talks about how God is with you, that he'll never leave you nor forsake you. Find a scripture that talks about how God is always with you. Find, I shared with you in a couple episodes ago, that God is always there to direct your steps. And all of this has to do with becoming God's perfect size. Because if you knew God loved you, you knew he made you on purpose, you knew he wanted you to be healthy, then you'd have you'd have what you need to fight this fight and stand your ground and not be sucked in into terrible eating habits, into risking your life over food choices that will take you out before you finish the work that God has for you. If you know God loves you, you can do this. If you know he's with you, then you don't have to be afraid that you have to white knuckle this thing alone because God's going to be there for you and he's going to be the, the strength that you need. He's going to empower you to overcome. If you know that God is directing your steps, then you know that even if you fall down on this journey, he'll help you get back up and keep walking as long as you look to him for your next step. And I also want you to think about that God has empowered you to resist temptation. There's a, there's a whole, you know, there's whole passages in Bible that talk about you being filled with the Holy Spirit and that you have a spirit of self-control. Write those scriptures down and start confessing those over yourself. And the reason I haven't given you direct scriptures is because 
we're going to move from being fed everything to going and searching for ourselves. It's time we we move from being fed everything and and we seek after God. We show him that we want to run for him. We show them him that he's a treasure to us and that we want to seek out his wisdom and his word. You he'll reward you for that and I don't want to be the one to interfere with you receiving your reward. The last thing I want you to pray for and to confess over yourself is that God's your protector. He's your protector. He's going to protect you through this process. When it feels hard, when the tempter comes, whatever happens, God is there to protect you. I want you to start speaking on purpose with with purpose. Ask God to clean up your sinful speech and your habits. If you, like me, had a, have a habit of saying negative things about yourself because it was a, a protective mechanism that you used, it's time to lay it down and ask God to deliver you from that and let Him clean up your speech. Ask Him to, you know, prick you or quicken your spirit when you're about to say something sinful, and He'll do that. I remember catching myself At first, it would just fly out of my mouth, but I would have the thought afterwards, oh, I shouldn't have said that. And then it got better over time, and I I wouldn't have to think, oh, I shouldn't have said that. I would hear, think it, and then I would have a moment to go, oh, don't say that, and I would stop saying it. It was a process for me. It was a learning curve. I messed that thing up multiple times, but I did come out on the side of victory eventually, and you can too. You want to be speaking truth. You want to use the breath that God gave you, the rock that God gave you, the power of the words in your mouth to speak edifying things, but to also speak truth. The enemy will keep you from saying things out loud that you should be saying. You should be saying, if God put a vision in your heart to have a business, you should be saying, I I have a business in Christ and it's going to be successful because Jesus is with me and I will run this business the way God tells me to run it. If you have a marriage that's on the rocks, I can't do the do the counseling thing with you, but maybe God will lead you to the right counselor and you need to have, be in a counseling session where you are confessing your love, where you are saying I forgive you if you need if those words need to be said. Don't be so caught up in pride. Lay your pride down and let God bring healing and say the words that need to be said. Maybe a parent and a child have a, you know, you have this relationship that's torn and now you're you're eating out of control because something your parent did to you early on. Maybe you've got to say, I forgive you. Let God bring you to that place of healing so that you can get those words out of your mouth. Cause the minute you get that breath of God, that rock, that true word he gave you out of your mouth, circumstances change. The enemy has to bow down before those words that God gives you from scripture. There is nothing more powerful than the word of God. That's why God sent his word in flesh form, because the enemy cannot stand against the word of God. He can't stand against the word of God, who is his son, and he can't stand against the word of God that comes out of your mouth. You have power, so use it use it. Use it as a weapon. Use it as a sword and start cutting down the lies and building up truth by speaking the word of God over your life and over your situation. It works if you're trying to lose weight. It works if you're trying to heal a marriage. It works if you're fighting a battle and a physical battle. It works all the time in every way. God's word never fails. So start speaking life over your situation. Next week, we're going to talk about how to silence doubt because on the heels of this, the enemy is going to start attacking you with doubt. And we're going to talk about how to how to silence that doubt in your life. But for now, 
practice speaking truth. Write down these truthful things that God reveals to you and speak them in every way at all times. Trust God to fill you with the word that you need and start clearing it out. You don't have to see it to know it's working. Just do it by faith. Start speaking truth. If you don't see your, if you physically over eight and you don't see yourself getting to the size you need to get to, speak truth anyways. Say, you know what? I'm I'm walking in self-control. I may have blown it for this meal, but God is faithful. He said I have a spirit of self-control. So I'm going to go to my next meal and exercise self-control. And you're going to start professing these things because that's your power source. The word of God is your power source. Thank you for joining me for this episode. I'm so grateful that y'all are, y'all were here with me. Speak life, y'all. Speak life. Speak truth and speak by understanding. I can't wait to see what God does through your mouths. Thank you, Lord, that you gave us the power of your word on our tongues. Thank you, God, for your rock. Let us go to heaven praising you no matter what. Thank you for joining me. I'll catch y'all in the next episode. I need to go speak some life myself. Until then, y'all, be blessed.